Daryl, uh, unbelievable what I have to work with here. Uh, don't uh, don't put me in the middle of your problem, <laughs> leading Tromos, okay? That's what but that I is. Will, <laughs> I, I will say punctuation is important. That is. That's and, right. Grammar uh, matters, yeah. okay? Gra- gra- grammar matters, but I, again, I, I will not uh, get in uh, – I'm not in the uh, copy criticism business. No, you know what it is, is that uh, Andy, the guy who makes our copy, is on uh, vacation this week. That's the only reason why we can, we can even say something like that. If he was here, I wouldn't say it. You know that. Yeah, it, you know it, that, Daryl. It, 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 it's cute that you think you can get away with it. <laughs> Just because he's on vacation. Oh, shoot. All right. Can you keep it our little secret? Can you, can you make sure? If, if, if you, me, and every listener out there just keeps it our little secret, I think we'll be okay. I... Uh, <clears throat> I live by snitches get stitches, and uh, I don't feel like getting any. So uh, yeah. your secret is safe with me. All right, very good. I knew I could trust you. Moment I'm oh back, yeah, I, I knew I could trust yeah, you. I, yeah, I, yeah, I'm, you know, I, well, my lips are sealed. It's interesting, as you say, snitches get stitches. I always say snitches get ditches. Oh well, um, I take it to the extreme, Daryl. Yeah, I, 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 in today's environment, I don't think you can take it to the extreme. So. Oh really. Yeah, I, and look, you're talking to a Youngstown guy here. So. <laughs> um, you, you, I, I know all about the ditches um, and the reservoirs and the, uh, the, uh, the, the concrete dips. You know every place you could end up, basically. Yes. Okay. The dentist will be of no help to you. <laughs> uh, will, uh, will Jimmy Haslam be of help to Kevin Stefanski? Conversation that uh, Nick Wilson brought us into last segment during our fan focus was whether or not Kevin Stefanski deserves an extension this early. Uh, for me, Daryl, not my monkey, not my circus, not my circus. Like it's not my, I, it's not my money. I don't really, I. It doesn't bother me one way or another. But do you feel like he's earned the extension as of right now? Or should the Browns wait until the end of the season and see how it plays out? Because there's there's more left still to do for Stefanski. Um, he's earned the extension and here's how you do it. Cause he originally got a five-year contract as a year four. what you do is you give him a two-year extension. So you make sure that next year he's not a quote unquote lame duck coach. Cause he's back next year, no matter what, in my view. Okay. Agreed. Um, and, uh, seeing as what he has had to, do, to deal with, to work with here, uh, with the Browns, the quarterback situations, he always finds himself in. Uh, the way he comports himself, uh, presents himself as the de facto spokesperson for the organization on a daily basis. Um, uh, you know, he's he's very professional. Uh, he he doesn't lose his temper. He you know what I'm saying? Like <clears throat> he doesn't do anything to embarrass the organization in anything that he says. So, um, and, and those are those are intangible things. But uh, that a lot of fans don't care about. But trust me, Jimmy Haslam does care about those things. But also at the same time, he has done a tremendous job with this football team. He said he's won games with three different quarterbacks this year. Mm -hmm. I couldn't tell you the last time that happened in the National Football League. Um, So, yeah, he he absolutely deserves an extension, regardless of how this season pans out, which... I'm, I, I'm not the least bit worried about it, but the, the, how you do it is you give him a two-year extension on the current deal. This way, if next year he doesn't live, you know, the team doesn't live up to expectation and you're frustrated, now all of a sudden you're not saddled with another five-year contract extension. Like uh, Randy Lerner did with Phil Savage and Romeo Cornell coming off the 10-6 and six season, 
both of those guys got big contract extensions. One year in, you know, the, the next season, 2008, it, everything went off the rails and Randy ended up firing Romeo Cornell and Phil Savage and having to pay them those extensions out. So that's how you do it. You give them a two-year contract extension. You don't tell anyone what it is. You just say, we've signed Kevin Stefanski to a multi-year contract extension, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, that, that, that's how you do it. Um, but he, abs- and again, it's not a symbolic gesture for me. It, he's earned it. He has done a hell of a job, uh, with this team. Um, I, uh, don't have the numbers in front of me. I, I had, uh, posted them, uh, earlier this week, uh, on X, his records. He's, I think 12 and 11 in, in, in the AFC North, which isn't great, but it's, it's better than what we've had here. Um, he had, he's six games above 500 as the head coach here, uh, which again, um, he's 33 and 27. Um, they're 21 and 10 at home. So he's created a home field advantage for this team. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, two times in four years, they're seven and three, uh, to, to start a season. The first time they were seven and three, they won 11 and five and made the playoffs. So I think they're going to be, uh, either, uh, uh, 11 and six. Uh, I, I think that's about where they're going to be. I think they're going to be 11 and six. And so, yeah, he's, he's, he's earned it. I, I, I to me, there's not much of a debate there. Uh, the, the people that want to run this guy out of town, um, are just, they're, they're addicted to the trauma of that, that we've seen here, you know, just because, mm-hmm. you know, not everything goes, you know, smoothly. It's all oh, fire the coach, get him out of here. He's an idiot. He's a bum, blah, blah, blah. Kevin Stefanski is a very intelligent guy, and he, he again, he's he's done a fantastic job and deserves an extension. Yeah, I think a lot of the blowback has definitely calmed down. Uh, there's no doubt about that one. And, and you can argue what he does in this upcoming stretch, Daryl, though, will be one of the most important parts of how people view Kevin Stefanski, though. Yes, he's done a great job getting us to 7-3, and three, but DTR or Joe Flacco, we got to get better quarterback play. Eight touchdowns to 13 interceptions, worst passer rating in the league. As a well, whole for the Browns this year from the quarterback. Well, I'm going to remind folks, Kevin can't go out there and play quarterback. Right, okay? but he is an offensive he's, coach. Like, this is what he's supposed to do. I understand that, but you, you can only do so much with what you got, all right? I mean, he made Baker Mayfield an 11-5 quarterback. You see what I'm saying? Like, no, I definitely get what you're saying, but also, and, the, you know, the Jets made Zach Wilson by the numbers better than what Kevin Stefanski right. made a combination of three different guys that are better than – I mean, well, I mean, I just it's just it's tough. Well, and, and again, I, I just feel like you have to uh, you have to understand the situation isn't perfect. And I, I think he's I think he's doing a pretty good job. Uh, you know, focus. The focus is on what DTR looks like uh, later in the season here. Right. Um, can he start stretching the field or do they have to stick with this very short rudimentary uh, pass game that we saw against the Steelers. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, the only thing that matters, Jonathan, mm-hmm. is winning the game, okay? And they 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 won a game playing their opponent's style. They, they beat their opponent at their own game, if that makes sense to you. So, um, again, DTR, not perfect. But here's the other thing. He was nails on that final drive. If you think about it, you know what I mean? Like, he was money on that final drive. And that's to me, is more important than his overall completion. Which, by the way, his numbers, his completion percentage. They were bad. Would have, they were really bad. 
Yeah, but he six guys, he also had six drop footballs. Well, that's what I want to so ask go, you. Is that so it? go so go ahead and compute six more receptions. Well, that's not okay? how that works. Six, no, but here's the thing: that's if you're going to rip the point, I, I, it might not. But listen, if you're going to sit there and say the quarterback sucks, but you're not going to acknowledge that he had six balls dropped. I'm acknowledging on Sunday, it. I'm just not. I'm not rewriting history here. But either. but but you have to throw that in. Well, if those if those footballs get ca- get caught, guess what? His completion percentage shoots up, and his yardage uh, gets extended as well. So it it's like Patrick Mahomes uh, last night for the Chiefs. Right. right. He doesn't walk around his house saying "great win" because I had a drop pass at the end of the game. Like, no, he lost the game. You don't get to count the you don't get to count the catches at the end of it. But I'm saying when you're evaluating DTR and his performance, okay. You're watching the film. Did he put the footballs where they needed to be to be caught? He can't control who catches if the balls are caught or not. That's fair. Okay. So did he do his part to put his teammate in position? Yes, he did. So that that's why that's why you're not going to get me to jump all over D, the you know DTR stinks and. I didn't ask of, you to. <laughs> I'm not. You know, I'm not asking you to. I, 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 you're you're, you're going to be alone on that bandwagon in this conversation. Cause, I'm cause not on I, that bandwagon. I just I, I'm just not going to sit here and I, I'm not going to talk about how great he is. I'm not going to genuflect well, the I'm, altar of DTR. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm. I'm just trying to be fair about what happened in that game and just say, hey, his numbers would have been a hell of a lot better if David Njoku could catch a couple more footballs or Elijah Moore could catch a few more footballs, right? So I, that, that's a factor. You have you can't just go by what the box score looks like when you're evaluating these guys. And that's why, <laughs> and I've said this before, that is that that is not what you know Andrew Barry and Kevin Stefanski do. They watch the film. And they look, you know, when they're critiquing the quarterback, they're watching. Where was the football placed? Was it a catchable ball? Um, Are they also knocking him for he threw one interception that could have been easily four interceptions if we talked just balls that were tipped and knocked around? Yeah. I mean, mean, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this the right way, right? For every catch that should have been a catch, we should also count some of the interceptions that weren't interceptions. I'm I'm just saying he he, he, he was better than he's getting credit for on Sunday. I feel like so many Browns fans are in defense of him. I, I feel like that's not the oh, I'm, I'm, like I'm, like I'm, a I'm, lot I'm, a lot of Browns fans are very very much in the and I don't I don't know maybe it's wishful thinking but uh, Daryl I mean I've been talking to him all night they they're all in my mentions they're listen, very about DTR. He's, he's he's a rookie fifth round pick that wasn't expected to see the field for a couple of years okay and he has been uh, and again he, he's a professional he's getting paid but he has been put in a very difficult position. And uh, he, uh, considering the way he played against Baltimore versus how he played in this particular game, that's improvement. And I think Kevin Stefanski should be credited with, hey, you know what? Quarterback looked like he was prepared. Did uh, manage the game properly when the game was on the line. He made the plays uh, when they mattered most. His teammates helped him make the plays when they mattered most. That is, you know... That's my litmus test. That's my, you know, uh, evaluation. Because you're right. Completion percentage was terrible. Uh, the yardage wasn't great. Okay. But my evaluation of him from Sunday goes much, much deeper. And ultimately, guess what? It's good enough to beat Kenny Pickett and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Wow. 
you call them the worst six and three team in football history. So I don't know if we should be talking about that like it's the greatest. Well, they're not six. Ever. Well, they're, they're now not they're six, six and four. four. Yeah, yes. but at the time, you know what I mean. Uh, entering the game, that's what you said about him. Here's the thing: Are you worried about Njoku, or do you feel like this is just a one game thing, or is there something? Do you buy into the idea that certain quarterbacks have uh, uh, quote unquote catchable balls, so to speak? Uh, no, uh, I I think that David just happened to have a bad day at the office. And he'll be fine. I mean, look, he, he went right home and FaceTimed Kevin Stefanski and said, hey, coach, look, I'm on the jugs gun. Sorry, that was a fun I, story. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, sorry I was so terrible today. That And 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 this is why I respect David so much. Uh, he was very, very uh, unhappy with himself in the locker room uh, and, and, and talking about how inexcusable the performance was and how terrible he was. So it's really hard for me to criticize a guy who has already – you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. it's he's it's beat real himself hard. up a lot, and he's the consummate pro. We know he's better yeah, than that. Yeah, it's hard for me to get all over a guy uh, who's willing to be accountable. It could have been he he could have easily ducked out of that locker room. He's earned he's earned that one game for sure. Yeah, so I think he's going to be fine. Um, we all have bad, but again, he made the play that mattered the most in that game. Yeah, and that yeah. was final that, drive. that was that on the final drive. So yes. Should he have caught that touchdown? Absolutely. Should he have caught the pass on third down? Absolutely. Were there two or three other balls he should have caught? Absolutely. But you know what? Game was on the line. He made the catch that kept that uh, uh, drive moving and, and helped them get into field goal range and, and, and win that game. So, um, yeah, I, I just I can't bring myself, uh, much like DTR, I can't bring myself to get all over David Njoku. All right, Daryl. Tomorrow we'll talk turkey. I look forward to it. Thank you very much. Look forward to it, and uh, I recommend lots of gravy for the turkey lunches. <laughs> well, I will explain tomorrow. All right, very the good. Dry, the, the driest meat ever. Yeah, sometimes it cannot be great. <laughs> it's healthy, though, but yeah, sometimes not great. Yeah, that's uh, what they say. Yeah, all right. Thank you, Daryl. I appreciate you. Man. You bet. Take all care. All right, Daryl Ryder right there, brought to you by Shopping Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store.